Establishing Home Base 2.0. We learned a lot from it, and we're going to apply it to the new place and make the new place even better for what we need it to be. And that is the topic of this show. When disaster strikes, will you be prepared? This is Prepping 2.0 with authors and prepping experts, Glenn Tate and Shelby Gallagher. Online at prepping2-0.com. Get ready. Prepping 2.0 coming in 3, 2, 1. Welcome, everyone. This is Shelby Gallagher. So good to have you here with me. And here with me today as well is my partner on the show and partner in life, Glenn Tate. Hello, hello. Hey, this is episode 149. Can you believe we're up to 149 episodes? It's been, where has the time gone? It's been a blink of an eye. Before we get started with the show, I wanted to give everybody some really good news in case you haven't heard already. And that is... I am cancer-free. I got a Ooh. test back. Yes, this is great news. September 1st, saying uh, there were no cancer cells visible in me. And, and that, that was is, after a little bit of a scare that there was. Eh, a little bit of a scare. Yeah. They saw some stuff. They said, hey, we better look at this. I have to admit, that was an excruciating 10-day waiting period between, hey, there might be something, and no, there isn't anything. Um, short version of the story, I can say, is this new lease on life i now understand that phrase it used to be like just something you heard people say and when i was a kid i thought it was a new leash like a dog leash on life because i grew up kind of dumb but uh yes can't be happier this is i've talked about this my third life i was born i was born again in a religious sense and i won't dwell on that this is not a religious show but it is a fact of my life that i was born again so there's my second life now i've been given a third life and don't you know that I'm going to make the most out of it possible because I could have easily died and I didn't. And God has something in plan for me or has a plan for me. Also for Shelby, this was a team effort. Uh, she put up with a lot of grouchiness, I think, is a fair way of putting it. She's saying she's I'm doing, agreeing. Yes, she's agreeing, um, especially during those 10 days that were really, really scary. So. That's great news, and I want everyone to know it. It fits in well with the theme of this show, which is you've relocated, now what? And what we're talking about with that is, and we're going to use our own experience, but we're also going to extrapolate and say, hey, here's how this would apply to other people. Because this isn't like the life of Glenn and Shelby show. That's not what we're doing here. This is about information you can use in your life. We just use ourselves as examples because it's the one example we know of so we'll be talking about that and then you can see the positivity of the third life now we've we've landed here permanently in montana and we are now assessing our new property and what it's going to take to make it be the best homestead prepper property possible and that is what we're going to talk about is this process or as our canadian friends say process, process. of coming up with the best way to utilize your land. Um, so there you have it. So that is our overview for today. So Shelby, why don't you um, go ahead and, and, and encourage lurkers to come out of the yeah, shadows. Lurkers come out of the shadows. You might be a lurker who listens to the regular show here with us often and wonders about all the awesome things that happen kind of after the show, which is why we call that for Patreons, the after show, which is available exclusively to Patreon supporters. Two bucks a month gets you out of the shadows and into the awesomeness of it. So how, how do you do that? Go to prepping2-0.com, the, kind of the middle right. Look for the Patreon symbol, take you over there and you can sign up to do that. Love to have you come join us over there because so many times here on the show, we get yeah. really in depth with this topic. We have an outline in front of us and then we're about halfway through it and we're like, well, we're not going to cut this show off. We continue the, the and we finish, the yeah, we finish the whole discussion in the after show. And uh, yeah, so it's kind of fun. Um, so there's that. And then what else do we have going on there, Glenn? Well, we have, first of all, I have on lurkers. I have to say we've had for whatever reason, I'm not sure what it is. Tons of lurkers coming out of the shadows Which recently. Is awesome. Welcome. Tons and tons of new Patreons. And so whatever is, is driving them to do it ought to drive you to do it if you haven't. Uh, other announcements. Uh, as I mentioned, cancer-free. I can't say it enough. It's so fantastic. And uh, also the goodie bags, the URL. By the time you listen to this, you will be getting a Patreon message, which also comes up as an email, and you'll be separately getting an email with the URL that you click on to register for your goodie bags. Um, a lot of you have been asking about it. Yep. I'm sorry, and we're recording this on the 5th. I have just been 
I'm still recovering from chemotherapy. Decided to do keto, so now I have the keto flu, which means I have absolutely no energy. By the way, I'll be doing a, a, a VBS on keto oh, yeah. here pretty soon. Yeah, we're all we're 100% for it. I think it'll be helpful too with the recovery. So. I've been doing a lot of sleeping. I've been doing some 14-hour sleeping um, sessions, and I have not been keeping up with things like I should. Also wanted to mention the Panhandle Preparedness Expo, October 2nd and 3rd, Sandpoint, Idaho. We're going to be there. Everyone's going to be there. It's going to be awesome. Please come join us, meet us. We love meeting you guys. If you are one of the honest, honest to goodness, hundreds of Patreons and other Prepping 2.0 listeners who have prayed for me and Shelby, mm. We want to hug you. We want to thank you personally. Yeah, there's going to be tears. There's going to be I mean, yeah. a lot of crying. Um, yeah. Good tears. Another thing I wanted to mention briefly, PAM Radio, P-A-M Radio. That's PAM-Radio.com. Set of electronic flashcards that teach you everything you need to know about Prepper comms. And I'll leave it at that. And a final administrative show note is my KHNC radio show that a lot of you guys listen to. I'm very happy about that. I put them up. The video versions, when there is a video version, I put it up as a VBS, which is a video bonus show, which is something available to Patreons at the $5 and up level. And um, and when I don't put one up, you guys let me know. You say, hey, where's that KHNC show? KHNC is an amazing conservative talk radio station in the front range, northeastern Colorado, that has really emerged as a conservative beacon of light in all of the broadcasting world because of the shows they put on. Well, I used to have my own show Fridays called The Open Forum, and now I'm part of hour number two of a three-hour show um, <laughs> half empty uh, cup of Joe with Joe Jaquin because uh, he's a little pessimistic and I'm a little optimistic and so it works out well. So I'm hour number two. Bottom line, uh, to the extent KHNC is able to get me that two-hour spot that I'm on, that second-hour spot, I should say, they're going to get it to me and we'll keep putting them up as VBSs and you guys can keep listening. Some great stuff comes on that because we usually record this these shows on the weekends and I do the KHNC show on Friday. And so with a Friday recording, I basically have all week to get up on current events. Uh, the KHNC show is a lot more about current events and politics and social things than it is about preparedness per se. But it's a nice balance and I hope you like it. So there you have it. Well, Shelby, I think it's time to talk about some of our sponsors. Oh, yeah. Great folks. We can do what we do without our sponsors. EMP Shield, great folks over there. They have figured out how to develop a device that protects your device from an EMP or a coronal mass ejection. Yay! I got it right. CME. Great folks over there. Um, you can find all of our sponsors at prepping2-0.com. Click on Friends and Affiliates. What's cool about them, if you use the coupon code prepping2.0 at checkout and you get $50 off each device that you order great folks over there the other one i want to give a quick shout out to and i've had quite a bit of them today is minutemen coffee oh yeah we're gonna see them oh, we're gonna yeah. enjoy their their huge new coffee oh cards. they're expanding big time oh my gosh great folks we, have some, we we can't talk about it but there's some big news coming out of minutemen coffee let's put it this way minutemen coffee is going to get even bigger than it currently is which Pretty is exciting. awesome which is really awesome they are the exclusive roasters of our blend i miss america and at, if you use the term i miss America at checkout. Get 15% off your order. Go check them out. Great folks over there. I wanted to mention Katie Armor, C-A-T-I, which stands for Come and Take It Armor, Steel Body Armor. If you use a coupon code GRANT, as in Grant Matson, the super cool guy character in 299 Days, which is based on me, but since he's cool, it is indeed fiction, and you get 10% off with coupon code GRANT. And another another great sponsor, Numana Foods, N-U-M-A-N-N-A Foods, bulk freeze-dried foods, last 25 years or more. 10% off with coupon code PREP, which is lowercase. So let's get into the show, Shelby. What is what is the title of this show? What is the topic? The title is You've Relocated. Now what? Exactly. We thought about this because <laughs> this is the situation we're in. We've and we're relocated. seeing our friends in the same situation, too. And that is such a great point. The reason this topic isn't just Glenn and Shelby, like, decorate their house a day in topic. the life of yeah. and Shelby. It, no. is that so doggone many of you I mean hundreds of you are relocating I mean thousands and maybe even and millions are relocating and you've reached out to us and talked to us we yeah. know of hundreds of you and we thought a lot of you would be in the same boat now maybe you'll be in this boat in the immediate right. future, maybe you've relocated and you're you're looking at some new ideas about stuff to do 
at the relocated property, and maybe that'll help. So this has a far wider reach than just the two of us. One thing I want to start off with is, and we're going to, here's the assumption for the entire show. You've moved from a blue state to a red state. So that's our assumption because quite honestly, why would you move to a blue state? Um, one of the things we did, even before we actually landed, we were still visitors here. We changed our license plates to Montana ones and we got phones with the 406 area code. So to the naked eye, to the un, uh, <laughs> the uninformed, we appeared to be Montanans. And that's really important. Now, no one's been mean to us. No one said, oh, you guys are from Washington. You guys are garbage. That has not happened at all. But we've heard of stories. We've too. heard of stories. I just wanted to, since this is kind of a chronological description of what to do now that you've relocated. I wanted to sort of jump before the actual relocation and let folks know, get yourself your your new red state driver's license. It's super simple. Go up and register to vote, which takes like five seconds. They don't even care who you are. You could be like, you know, Fernando, whatever. Well, in Montana, you actually do need to show ID. You need to show ID from your old state. So you get your voter's registration card and then you have like a lease or a or things showing yeah, you on a piece of property. Boom, go get your license plates. And as I mentioned, the area code on the phone, it just makes things really easy. And you know what? It is an important, informal, indirect psychological benefit because when I look in my wallet and I see that driver's license that says Montana, it reminds me that I'm now a Montanan. And that's kind of cool. Well, and, and let me add to that same factor. We discovered, because we would do those kind of administrative things on, on times that we were here. We'd yeah. go stand in line and and let me just say, the lines are long. Yeah. To get <laughs> and and many of these agencies, these state and uh, you know, state agent they're understaffed. Uh here's a good example. Joel, um you and I were able to several months ago, I'm gonna say April Mayish, walk into the driver's license mm-hmm. location and get our driver's license that day. No longer. Yeah. You now have to make an appointment because they're understaffed. I'm not going to be able to get Joel's driver's license switched to Montana until the end of October. Yeah. So start planning that now and how you're going to do it and be and go look at their websites. Go find out what you need, the ID you need. The You you may need to show a proof of a lease or a rental agreement or show up with that stuff. Don't stand in line yeah, for don't an sta- hour. Right. And you mentioned they're, they're understaffed and I believe that's true. Um, I think it's, it's not like restaurants because no. a lot of the people that work at these places, you know, are are pretty squared away people and they're not just sitting around on the couch. The other thing that's going on, can't prove it, anecdotal, pure theory, but pretty well informed by observations. I bet you in red states, there's a whole lot more people getting new license plates and new uh, driver's license because they're coming from blue states. And so there's a ton of people coming to red states from blue states, and that is reflected in the lines. I'll say this, the Montana DMV, you know, you hear all the horror stories it's about the DMV. It's something else in Montana, yeah. too, but we call it the DMV, whatever. Um, very efficient and yeah. very nice people, so um, there's but that. you so are going to stand in line. Just you are going to stand so, in line, so, yeah. so prepare for that, and don't get frustrated, and get ready to make the appointments and, and all of that. And also at the licensing bureau, whatever they're calling, they call it here, we need to get used to that vernacular, Glenn. Right, because we got to fit in. Yeah, we got to fit in. And you've posted on social media last summer sometime the 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 map on the wall of the United States that showed they had a pin on every state that had brought in. Right. Every person in every state had a pin. So if you had 100 people come from another state, there were 100 pins. If you had 900 people come from another state, there were 900 pins. So tell everybody about what that map looks so like. So that map, basically the whole left coast. The mm-hmm. West Coast, Oregon, Washington, California. It's, it looks like a beehive of, of just of pins. Bush pins. There were there were no more spaces left in Washington, Oregon. It went out to the ocean, now to about Alaska yeah. for Washington. And that is just in the in recent months. Yeah. So that that right there is a very graphic uh, depiction of what's happening. So get ready. That's all I'm saying. So get ready to stand in line a little bit and get but get your paperwork in order. Another great thing you can do in advance of you actually arriving is get on some Facebook groups. Yeah. Um, yeah, Facebook's run by a jerk, and we all know that and everything. But some but of those let's local to, groups. Yeah, local groups, you know, like if you're moving to South Dakota, like the Badlands, you know, community page, and start getting involved in the news and everything there, which is another segue into this. I would subscribe 
subscribe to the local newspaper mm -hmm. in the place you're going to months in advance, get ideas about stuff, figure out what's going on. All these local papers have, you know, $5, whatever a month to be a digital subscriber. Go ahead and do that and start getting some of the local news and getting things down. You'll be surprised at all the nuggets you'll pick out in the local news before you get there. And so that is something that was very helpful for us. We had both yeah. the local newspaper. There's an independent paper that's really good, actually, that we, uh, and we, we also. And we got the digital apps, too. Yeah, and we got their apps. And then, of course, the local TV stations and radio stations have news, too, that's pretty good. Take it all in. It'll give you a really good overview. Well, and a great example of that. And I was shocked by this. And several of you can go look at my social media in about mid-August. When I finally landed here permanently with Joel, you were still in Western Washington getting some medical stuff done. Got here with the two dogs and the kid, and the first day the dog goes missing. The old, the old decrepit dog. And I talked about this. Those community Facebook pages yep. saved the yep. day and saved the dog. It was, yeah, go back and look at that. You can listen to a couple of episodes ago. We talked about that. Those community pages in small communities are tight. People help each other. They're very neighborly. It's the, it's also the same uh, way I got when, when I landed here with the last huge Penske truck that was full from top to bottom and I had no labor to help me. I put it out there that I needed help and I had six, eight people. Yeah. And that was awesome. So so look at those. Yeah. And watch your OPSEC and don't be telling everyone all your business and all that. But, but need help removing uh, moving a ton of ammunition. Yeah. That's probably yeah, not a not, good thing to say. Not so much. But yeah. So just. They figured yeah, it out. And there's a risk in that and blah, blah, blah. We can go down that road. But <laughs> what's next there? Uh, one thing you need to do as you are transitioning from your blue state to your red state is reassess the local threats. And mm -hmm. here's what I mean by that. When we were in Washington state, our main threat was hordes of of zombies not really zombies you know what i'm saying hordes of unprepared dependent entitled angry leftists um coming and you know bit like locust you know stripping the land bare that was our main concern and we built up around that threat obviously there could still be you know meteor showers there could still be an emp there could still be a variety of other things 90% of the preps for one threat apply to the another threat. So they're pretty similar. But we had, we figured out what our main threat was and it was accurate at the time. It's <laughs> going to prove to be even more accurate as things go on in Washington as it falls apart more. But reassess what your local threat is now that we're in Montana, rural Montana. We don't have to worry about a bunch of mind numb leftist, you know, uh, ne'er-do-wells coming out of the cities for us. Uh, we have things to worry about, like really cold winters, um, uh, cougars, uh, bears. Um, obviously, people will still be a problem, and you still need to be armed up, and you still need to have a crew. But we don't have to be what we described when we were in Washington State. We described our place as the forward operating base for the team to operate out of and provide security. That mission, if you will, that threat is no longer the threat we face here. And so you have to reassess it because what would be the ultimate irony? That is this. You move from a blue state, you go through all the rigmarole, you get to a red state and you spend all this money and you do all this work and you bring with you your normalcy bias. If your normalcy bias is the threat is throngs of leftists, you better reassess that and not apply it to your new place. Look at your new place with open eyes and figure out what the threat is because the threat drives how you're going to prepare for things as we'll talk about in a few moments. And, and we and we talked about that. We've talked about this in different ways over this past year as we've done this slow, painful, <laughs> yes. dragged out move is that um, we're going from kind of that having the team and needing the team to now, now we just need to like lean a little bit more on community because our t our community is trustworthy and our community here in Montana understands the threat. I'll tell you what, everywhere we go, oh, where were we at yesterday? Somebody said, yeah, welcome. Now, hopefully we can keep it that way. And I said, well, as long as people like us are coming in here, yep. it'll stay this way because that's the what sheriff's deputy who said yeah, that exactly, to us. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, just, it's a, a big, huge reassess there. Did we get it all on that one? I think we did. I think okay. now um, we have a couple minutes yep. before the break. Why don't you just introduce the topic of what you're going to talk about here? So 
what we really, you and I sat down and did pretty extensively and we'll keep, it'll, it's an ongoing thing, is what we really liked at the place we left. Yes. And we, and we had prep. And this isn't like political and social. This no, is this like homestay features. This is true prepping. Yeah. We're done with the, the, you know, the administrative stuff. And what we want to replicate and probably do a little bit better here in Montana at your new location. So, and where this could be a little bit different for folks that are, for a listener, if you're, if you're doing the big change, like you're moving from like a condo in downtown Chicago. Yeah. Okay. And now you're going to go buy 10 acres on, you know, in the middle of North Dakota. Um, your list may be very different and yeah. it may be aspirational. These are the things I want to do because you're, you're obviously not going to, um, be worried about parking, right? <laughs> or whatever that you do, that you are worried about in the city. So, so I say that because you really need to customize this to you. But we sat down and this is just an example of our list. And if you've watched some of our VBS, as you know, I've done walkthroughs of our property showing, um, listeners and watchers, viewers, our, our greenhouse. One of the great things that our property in Western Washington came with was a really stout greenhouse. Yeah. And once I finally figured out how to how to really maximize that and get it ready to go, now we then we had to leave. But we realized we really like having that and the ability to to do ongoing food through especially cold, cold winters. So that's one of the things that went on the list, something we want to replicate here. And we considered that when we were looking at properties too. See, and this is I'm sorry to interrupt. This is a point I wanted to make. What we're talking about here, about what works for you currently Mm -hmm. and what you can improve upon. Physically writing out a list will greatly aid you when you are out searching for properties. It will greatly aid you, for example, when you can say to your realtor, and hopefully you go to redstate-realtors.com and find a good realtor in a good red state, but you can say... This is what I'm looking for. And that really helps everybody out. And you cut out the clutter. Yeah. That way you won't have a real estate agent showing you a bunch of suburban houses on cul-de-sacs. And you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But what we really need is a greenhouse, a chicken coop, and, and a bunch acres, of yeah. stuff. So, so this is a good exercise to do for yourself and for everybody else. And, and it may be, and there's no perfection. There is no perfection. You may not be able to find that. So, yes, thank you. Make your list of what you want, what you're shooting for. And budgetarily wise, you may have to, you know, properties are crazy prices right now. You may not get everything you want, but you'll get quite a bit. And let me and let me go into something uh, yeah. before we go into the break. This is a short topic. Remember, we're going to we currently have about 13 percent real inflation rate. Forget that 5.6 mm. nonsense from the Federal Reserve. And all estimates are looking at about 25% inflation rate for 2022. Start doing these things once, and this applies if you have a property and you're actually going to build out. Start putting down deposits now. Start pre-buying things. Start putting your cash into things at, you know, today's prices and not tomorrow's prices, which could be as high as 25% more. So there's a bit of urgency to this if you've already got a property. So, yeah. Uh, so keep that list going. So I'm going to, I'm going to, we have about 30 seconds here before we got to jump to the break. So one of the things, and we'll talk about this a little bit more on the other side of the break, was the greenhouse. We yeah. really liked it. We're going to replicate it We're again. We're going to actually put it on steroids on the new place. Yeah, we are. I'm just going to name them chicken coops. Chicken coops. More, more steroids on that because we've learned this, how to do it. We've learned about it and we've learned what we really want and need. Well, stick with us. And we're on the second segment. We're going to talk more about this. And then we're going to talk about the topic of what we could improve upon at the new place. And this is going to be, I think, a fun list of things to consider. So stick around, everybody. We'll be back in just a moment. More of Prepping 2.0 with authors Glenn Tate and Shelby Gallagher is coming right up. Hear all our previous shows free online at prepping2-0.com. PrepperNet, where preppers unite. Looking to meet other like-minded people in your area? Looking to start your own prepper group? Already have a group? Join PrepperNet.com. PrepperNet has gathered the biggest names in the industry to help unite preppers everywhere. Join John Jacob Schmidt, Scott Hunt, Dr. Bones and Nurse Amy, Glenn Tate, Shelby Gallagher, Charlie Hogwood, Samuel Culper, Survivor Jane, Rick Austin, Franklin Horton, Ryan Mitchell, and Brian Duff. Our team is united. Check us out at PrepperNet.com. PrepperNet, where preppers unite. PrepperNet.com. 
Shelby Gallagher here. We found that you need to layer your food preps. Yeah, this is Glenn Tate here. A lot of times the hardest part of layering is the long-term foods. We love Numana foods, which have a 25-year shelf life and are non-GMO. Also, organic meals are available. Numana comes in family-style portions and in bulk. This is not backpacking food. It's family meals that last for at least 25 years. The perfect freeze-dried part of your food layering. You can get a sample of Numana meals for $19.95 and see for yourself. You will be amazed. Prepping 2.0 listeners get a 10% discount by entering the code PREP. Go to Numana.com or click the link on the Prepping 2.0 website. Give it a try. Numana.com. That is N-U-M-A-N-N-A.com. When the grid goes down, darkness will descend fast. Used to be there was nothing you could do about an EMP, electromagnetic pulse, or CME, coronal mass ejection. Now you can protect your electronics, protect your family, thanks to EMP Shield. EMP Shield invented a simple to install device that prevents whatever's connected to it from frying in an EMP or CME, and it costs just a few hundred dollars. EMP Shield has been tested by independent laboratories and passed muster with the government, which has ordered lots of them. Google EMP Shield and see for yourself. And save some money. Get a $50 discount per device. Go to prepping2-o.com. Click on the Friends and Affiliates page, then click on the EMP Shield logo. At checkout, use coupon code PREPPING2.0. It's all one word. Abe Lincoln here. In 1773, patriots broke the chains of British tyranny by throwing tea into Boston Harbor. On that day, Americans began drinking coffee. We celebrate that event daily here at Minutemen Coffee. All men are created equal. (laughs) Coffee is not. Minutemen Coffee is roasted to perfection in small batches. Old, smooth, and never bitter. Shipped to you fresh daily. Whole bean, ground, or our patented pods. www.minutemencoffee.com Prepping 2.0 is about that next level of prepping. One of the key 2.0 items to have is bulletproof body armor plates. I used to think body armor was too tactical for a regular guy like me, but it isn't. Give yourself, your family, and your team an unfair advantage when bullets are flying. Body armor used to be expensive and hard to get. Not anymore. KD Armor, and that stands for come and take it, makes solid and affordable body armor for normal people. Get body armor while you can. The clowns in Congress are trying to prohibit future sales. KD Armor is the place to get it. C-A-T-I-Armor.com. Prepping 2.0 listeners get a 10% discount when you use the coupon code GRANT. Now, more of Prepping 2.0 with authors Glenn Tate and Shelby Gallagher. Welcome back, everybody, to the second segment of Prepping 2.0, episode 149. And we are going to uh, mention some sponsors here real quickly and then we're going to get right back into it. I wanted to mention Jared Savick who is a realtor in Kalispell, Montana. Super good guy, personal friend. He really gets this this prepping and relocation. He and his wife are preppers too. Exactly. And uh, don't limit yourself to Kalispell. He can help you anywhere in Montana, especially western Montana. There's a couple major population areas and Kalispell is one of them. So he is at Seize the Day MT as in Seize the daymontana.com that once again that's seize the day mt.com well, he's also on red state-realtors.com click on montana and when you send a message to them you know let yeah. them know that glenn and shelby sent you yeah that's right we also have backwoods home which is a great actual paper magazine that comes out what yeah every quarter um good stuff and it's all about self-reliance um six off is the coupon code for that number six OFF. And then we have, last but not least, speaking of awesome realtors, we have, if you're looking at Tennessee, we got you covered. Lizzie mm. McDaniel is a, is a great realtor, uh, Christian conservative patriot, prepper um, in in Tennessee, who is gladfully, gladfully is a new word I gleefully, made Gleefully. For the rest of you. Um, accepting referrals um, for folks that are moving from blue states to Tennessee. Tennessee is a great state to move to, so consider that. Lizzie McDaniel, she is, her, her contact information is available at redstate-realtors.com. Click on the Tennessee button and you'll see her right there. So there you have it. So I'm going to continue the list yes. of, of things that that works for us at our old place that we're going to duplicate at the new right. place. And so I'm going to kind of name the list. That's I'm, I struggled with how to organize this as you can tell by my choppy now language. Let's do the list and kind of then parse them out. So there was uh, the greenhouse. Yeah. Loved it. 
we don't have one in our new place. There's chicken coops. We did a lot of uh, videos and talking yeah. about how hard we worked for an entire summer to build our own. Yeah. We're not going to do that again. It's pretty well built, but we don't, we don't have that kind of time right now. Time and, and we don't have the energy. We're still yeah. healing from stuff. Storage. Storage. We struggled with storage at our place in Western Washington and even to the point we had to buy a shed, which was fine. We're going to do that better, different, stronger, better, better. Um, what's another one? Well, I think you've drifted into the category of things we would improve upon. Right. And that is alternative energy is yes. something we could have uh, improved upon at our Washington place. So here's how we're going to tackle it, where we're going. Um, we're going to get, we already have a big, huge propane tank that runs uh, the stove and uh, one of the heaters. Um, we're going to double that up and get another propane tank. Um, propane is going to be firing up the um, Airbnb that's on site. So and that's we, another thing. That's another thing that we really, that worked for us well in Washington that we're going to be duplicating is having an Airbnb. The income is fantastic. It's a great thing Part to do. Part of the do. side hustle. You, you meet all kinds of seriously interesting people. They're, they're fun to converse with so alternative energy back to that um we're gonna we're gonna upsize and really have a ton of propane on site with the tanks i don't care if it looks weird that there's two propane tanks because doggone it there's going to be two propane montana yeah exactly they're everywhere they're everywhere also alternative energy now we have wood stoves yay that's something we didn't have in washington Washington has a very mild climate, so it probably wasn't the end of the world. But I'll tell you what, I'm thrilled to have wood stoves. So Multiple wood stoves. We've got a plan. Exactly. We've got a plan for firewood, where to store it, how to how to get, how to collect it, how to move it. Now we have a UTV, which is a utility something. It's terrain a side vehicle. by side. Yeah, side by side. Uh, uh, Honda Pioneer 520, by the way. It's got a little bucket, a little a little tailgate thing like a little pickup truck and we can fill that full of wood um figuring out how to split wood i mean i know how to do it the old-fashioned way there's all kinds of new stuff there's log splitters there's this drill attachment you put on there's all kinds of ways so we've everything's a system like we're always saying about systems everything's a system so firewood we've got that really thought out and we've already located wood and ways to cut it another thing we're going to do and this is going to be in a, in a second phase because, you know, quite honestly, money is a factor and you can't just like do all this stuff at once. Mm-hmm. Plus, everything takes a million years now to get with, yeah. you know, with like disruptions in labor and supply. But solar, um, we're going to think about this a lot and make sure that it makes sense. But some kind of solar array and a decent battery bank, obviously, and we've spoken about solar in the past. We're not going to try to power the whole house, you know, so like seven refrigerators are going and 92 popcorn makers are going and all Three that Three microwaves stuff. and a hairdryer. Three microwaves and a hairdryer, no. But um, the main cost with all of that is the batteries for the battery backup. Um, do you go with lithium or do you go with lead acid batteries? Those sorts of things. We're going to really think about it. I'm sure that'll be subjects of, uh, you know, there'll be a subject of some VBSs. Uh, probably the propane will be a subject of some video bonus shows. The wood certainly will be. I know the greenhouse, once we get the cool greenhouse and the cool chicken coop, we'll do video bonus shows on that and tell folks what works and what doesn't, at least for us. I'm sure that when we have the Airbnb up and running, we'll do a video bonus show on that and say, hey, here's here's a way to do, you know, a side gig. I hate the term side hustle, by the way, because it sounds like you're ripping people off. We're not ripping people off a side gig. Um, and so there's a lot of VBS material in our new place. And if you want to see what we're doing and how we're doing it. Be a Patreon at the $5 and up level where you get to see the VBSs because once we start coming and specifically me, once I start physically recovering from all this stuff, um, which will probably start in earnest in about October, we anticipate having quite a few VBSs. You know, it's interesting, Shelby, when we moved all our stuff and there's this giant building that has just this insane amount of food and other stuff in it kind of chaotically organized. Oh, yeah. One of the things that was was taken out of the chaos and put in an easy place to find was the video camera and the tripod and all the stuff because VBSs are a thing and we're going to make that something you can learn from. Speaking of things you can learn from and kind of cool thinking outside of the box, 
One of the features of our new place, um, which we'll do a VBS on and give you a tour of it, is we have a stout creek, not not a little stream. I'm talking a stout creek that runs through our property, which obviously is a fantastic source of water. Um, it'll still need to be treated because of Giardia or beaver fever. Oh, um, yeah. It's the Rocky Mountains. It's the Rocky Mountains. So there's there's that. But that's easily done with a Berkey and, and a variety of other things. So we have this creek running through our property um, and, and in a way that's not going to be a flood problem, I think. Well, what do you do alternative energy wise when you have a creek running through your property? Hydro, micro hydro, little teeny generators. That you you drop like a bulb in the water. Yeah, and, it, and it's good for like charging phones and stuff. But we're going to look into if we have enough drop, which is basically the height difference between you know the high point of the water and the low point. You need to have a drop in order to power a generator. So there's sort of a. Uh, and a natural limiting factor in there that is out of our control. Um, we might have a little teeny um, hydroelectric setup, which would be good for um, throwing into the battery bank. For Because, see, the cool thing about hydro is it operates 24 hours a day, even if it's cloudy. And so we're looking into that. I could see there being some, as I mentioned, limiting factors that maybe makes it so that we don't do it. Maybe we do the little bulb ones that you were talking about and we'll do a VBS on it because I think it's fascinating yep. the idea that you can use you know a stream or a creek um, obviously the other thing is gasoline and diesel we're going to have some tanks that have gasoline and some diesel um, and we're going to have them filled up by commercial services that come out and you know fill you up with a couple hundred gallons at a time um, it'll be good to have it on hand number one and we'll have legit gas pumps no siphoning no nonsense probably gravity fed like farms know how to do this and when we're basically a farm without being a farm and so there'll be ways to do this and then we'll always have gasoline we'll always have diesel um Diesel will run tractors and other things that we'll talk about in a moment. Gasoline obviously runs just about everything else. The other cool thing about that is we can just fill up our vehicles at home and not go into town. I mean, right. that's kind of cool. Yeah, and going into town can be a thing in the we winter. We use a decent amount of fuel going yeah, into town, right? Because town's kind of far away. It is. So those are some ideas about the alternative energy, things we would improve on. Another thing we would improve on, and Shelby can take this one away because she has all the, the details on this. We've always wanted a little food processing spot or shed or location where we it would have a sink. We could we could clean fish. We could clean game. We could can things. We could chickens, cut up vegetable. Yeah, chickens, yeah, and, chickens rabbits. and rabbits. And it would be the, the food processing place that wasn't your kitchen and wasn't some kind of rigged up thing in the garage where you're spilling like deer blood all over the floor and everything else. So take it away about the the pro Excuse me, the processing shed. Oh, chemo. Chemo Well, burp. you don't have, I'll say this, let me aside here. You don't have chemo in you anymore, but there's still residual side yes. effects. So Sorry. that's all right. No, it's okay. So we, you and I, like months ago, were like, wouldn't it, we were having one of our dreaming moments. Because this is you? what we do because we're is. prepper nerds. We're like, because <laughs> we had been looking at that time, if I recall, at another property that had, all it had was a house. And five acres. There was yeah. no external buildings. There was no outbuildings. There was no nothing. So we were talking about having to build all that. And we're like, gosh, wouldn't it be nice? And we talked about basically having a small commercial-like yeah. kitchen with stout drains with the ability to do exactly what you said. Because I said, it would be really nice if I could, especially when we get to doing meat chickens, be able to do that, not outside in the cold, um, and be able to bring them in and maybe put a freezer. You know, and we just started doing put the the freeze dryers in there. Put oh whatever. yeah, and and um, so in our discussions for our new place where we we have some some uh, you know blank canvas, mm -hmm. we are going to be doing what everybody else in Montana does and build an um, outbuilding shop. Yep. And that shop will hold a lot of tools, uh, uh, preps. It will really house very organized preps. Tubs and tubs of food. That we that we were very alarmed at how much we really had. Oh, my when, goodness. When we, we saw it all out and it was like, uh, <laughs> who did, who bought all these number 10 tins of chili? Oh, that yeah, would be that me. that would be us. And there's a lot of them. So that in an organized fashion. Next to that outbuilding will be the greenhouse. But as incorporated into that building will be a small 
not, you know, not like a restaurant, huge kitchen, but a kitchen where we can do all those things and throw in a couple of our freezers and be able to process Process meat, but also vegetables, canning, fruit. vegetables, freeze drying, freeze drying, dehydrating, dehydrating, put all of those canning. things in so that all of those things aren't, because what happens is for the, for those folks who've done this and you know this, you do them in your kitchen and then you have to haul them all out to another place. Well, it's August. The peaches have come in. It's time to can them. So you spend all day heating up your kitchen in yeah. August. And then that's kind of unpleasant. And what, what I'm excited, and this is why I wanted to bring up the things that we talked about earlier. Next to that building, because we, we have a little bit more acreage, like a slightly yeah. bigger acreage, and we have it's better more useful. access, it more useful. It has forest yeah. on it in Washington. We have the ability to put this, this outbuilding next to the greenhouse, and next to the greenhouse, both in and outside of the greenhouse, I'm going to do raised beds. Yep. So that harvest from that and go right into that yep. kitchen. Harvest from nearby, go right into the kitchen. Probably not going to do the, the chicken coop is going to be closer to the house. That's fine. But we're, see what we're doing here is we're planning out the things that we liked and we're making it more useful to how we yeah. operate in our, in our day to day prepping homesteading lifestyle. Because we found out how we actually do things. Mm-hmm. We found out that. A greenhouse next to a processing shed is a great idea. We found out about chickens. We figured out all these things. We figured out what doesn't work, which would be canning peaches in August in your kitchen and things that did work. And we know more uh, about things like freeze drying and the space that's involved and just sort of the ergonomics that are involved. And and so I will say this, Washington uh, was a great property on oh, a variety yeah. of levels. It was beautiful. It was magnificent. We miss it. We, we do. miss it. I mean, getting to look at the, the ocean is kind of a big deal. Um, but we learned a lot from it and we're taking that and we're going to apply it to the new place and make the new place even better for what we need it to be. And that is the topic of this show. Right. So this, the planning that went into this outbuilding that's going to ha- house preps and house this, this semi, you know, this mini commercial kitchen next to the greenhouse. Um, imagine this is the process that we had. We, we, at that building, we can process chickens if we need to, depending on the season. We can just go right into the kitchen, put it in a fridge or a freezer until we're ready to process it. Process it, whether it be canning, freeze drying, pickling, 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 all of that, and goes right into the preps in the garage. Bingo. And you're within about 10 yards of everything. This is going to be amazing. This is going to be amazing because you're talking to someone who had to walk 20 yards to Mm -hmm. get to the greenhouse, then to an external garage to put it in a refrigerator or freezer, come back to the main house to the harvest right freeze dryer. And and I was doing all of this like triangular walking around our property. And multitasking at the same time. So as you're on your way over to the garage, you get a text and there's an important thing and we need to take care of something for the show. Mm -hmm. And then maybe you don't make it over to the fridge and blah, blah, blah. So this is just going to be this is going to be the way to do so it. Thing, so that's what I wanted to do. That, that's why I'm like, now that you've relocated, you have, for those of you who are listening or you're in some, you know, part of this process, think about how you can make it really customized for you and look for those properties that have this. And I'll say this, going back to looking for property, yeah. when we talked to our realtor and said, we really would like to have some sort of an ability to Airbnb, she said, oh, that helps me out a lot. And she yeah. was then now- Whittled down the list yeah, quite a bit. Whittled down the list. She found us one. We're going to have to do some work on it and that's yeah. okay. It's going to cost a lot of money, but we're going to get we're it back get, in about a year. Yep. Yeah. Well, and- before the other property that we had had a handshake on, we would have had to build it from the ground up. Yeah. This one's at least got a foundation on it, right? Which is a good reminder. I mentioned 25% inflation. You mentioned building this building from the ground up. Not only is there inflation to deal with, there are labor shortages. There are supply shortages. We're looking at six months for some new cabinets, for example. It used to be six weeks. So factor that in when mm-hmm. you're looking for a place Make sure it has the basic stuff you need because the old world of last year, (laughs) two years ago, you know, the good old days of two years ago doesn't apply anymore when, and you can't just go, Oh yeah, we'll just, we'll just get a, 
we'll just get a barn dominium built. It'll be $80,000. It'll be done in three weeks. Blah, 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 blah. No, 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 no. Not anymore. Well, here's a good example. I... I looked long and hard, you know, far and wide for a greenhouse that I want that would fit what I wanted. And I'll say this, when you go looking for greenhouses, what you'll find is these little greenhouses that have like shelves on them because it's for, you know, starting plants or having for basil and I want thyme. I want something that is big that can I I can put raised beds in and can handle the Montana winter. It's very different. It's not going to be the plastic covered greenhouse. I want something a little bit more stout. So found it, found a guy, had a long conversation on the phone with him. He's here in Western Montana and um, he gave me a quote and we both went a little bit, it's a little high, but I put down a half a down payment on it. Yep. Locked in in the price. Key. And here, and I can, and I'm working the system a little bit. He's not going to be able to do it until, and I don't really need, I, it's September. I'm not going to plant, yeah. I'm not putting seeds in We have a in. billion other things yeah. to do right now. I locked in that price. So about February, March, when things start when to When it click, matters. When it matters, he's going to install. It'll take about a week or two. And I'm ready for next summer. I locked in the price. I'd pay a little bit, but I locked in the price. Same thing on a chicken coop. Yep, same thing. Chicken coops around here, a professional makes them. They're honestly, it's a little bit more than what it, and not much more than what it took for us to build ours. That took a whole summer, <laughs> and it's worth it to me. And it's what uh, going to be pretty stout for Montana winters. It was not as high as I thought it was going to be. They were on sale. It was an end of August sale that I got in on, so I got a few hundred dollars off. That'll be coming in mid October. And I'm just going to have it put on the property. I'm not raising chicks in the middle of a Montana winter, but I locked in the price. Yes. Do you see? So the other thing is, as we're looking at having to do some remodeling on the Airbnb, you and I had a long conversation yesterday. Yes. Let's see how we can work it so that we can lock in cabinet prices, knowing that we're not going to get them until February. All right. Let's do that because come next summer, just add 25% to all the bids you're getting. One thing I wanted to mention, yes, to all of that, by the way, thing I wanted to mention when it comes to planning, something that may not be apparent, but is going to be a potential delay slash cost is extending the utilities you already have to these new buildings. Now, we're very lucky. The people who built our place, they were like insane when they it came did a to lot like, of good things. there's water lines everywhere. There's spigots everywhere. There's electrical, there's electrical out in, in a pasture. Basically, there's a wellhead and a water source and an electrical box right where we need this shed to go. And so we got lucky in that. Well, you're saying shed. I'm going to say it's going to be a shop. Yes, yeah, yeah. shop. Yeah, that's a better thing. Shop is is a better term for it. So kind of consider that because it could take a while for utilities to get extended where you are, depending on what's going on and prices and all of that other stuff. Um, we wanted to mention in the next few minutes that we have before the after show, mm-hmm. um, there are some new needs so when you're you've relocated now what you got to think about new needs here are some things that came up with us for our given situation and these are just applicable to us but they're good examples of stuff you should be thinking about and budgeting for i should pause and mention money for a moment this is costing a lot of money and we knew that and we went into it and we still had sticker shock at some of the numbers we're seeing basically and this is very overgeneralized, but it'll give you the picture Basically, the stupid amount of money we got for our Washington home from a Microsoft guy um, who wanted to be out in the forest and I don't know what his deal is, but whatever. He he paid a tremendously stupid amount of money for our Washington house. And we're very grateful for that. Yes, we <laughs> Thank are. you for the stupid money. And just so you know, in Western Washington, there's now a super blue guy in his family. Yes. Out in a that formerly rural conservative rural, county. Yep, sadly. Good. It's, it's, it's happening a lot, by the way. But yeah. my point is this. You're going to have to have more cash on hand than you think. And I know this is the discouraging part. And we're never going to be like the, hey, just everyone can just snap a finger and live off grid. We're not that kind of faker bakers. Uh, we don't do that kind of stuff. We're very realistic. Also part of this process of you've relocated now what? Have a pretty solid financial plan, which could include a HELOC, a home equity line of credit. Um, you're going to need more money than you think to do this. You're going to need credit. Oh, credit's evil. We shouldn't go into debt. You know what? When you're improving 
the place you live and the value is going up. If you're in a red state adding greenhouses, chicken coops, solar and a processing shed and all this other stuff, you're going to get all that money and then some back in the resale value, especially if you're in a very popular red state like Montana. I would put Idaho in that category, too. Oh, yeah. Those are the two I'm most familiar Dakotas, with. I'm sure Texas, Florida. Exactly. You're going to get this money back. So it's not credit. I Mini rant for a moment. It's not this Dave Ramsey thing. And I'm, I love Dave Ramsey, and he's done a lot of good for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. But like any single credit that you take out is like a terrible idea because you're just going to spend it on barbecue and cigars. No, you're not. You're not. This is not barbecue and cigars we're talking about. Here. These are the not value. Con- consumables. Capturing a value you're getting that's one chance. You're getting yep. one chance because stuff's coming. We all know about that. That's why you listen to this show. Stuff's coming. You're getting one chance to get your house quite literally in order and have all the things you need to ride this out. So anyway, that's the mini rant about credit. So, so let me add, to add to that point, and you would agree with me when you're looking, going back to when you're looking for your property and we had this discussion, make sure it is, if, if this is how it's going to be and I can't make any changes on it, could I live with this? Excellent point. Yes. What are the things I want to do to it? And then you prioritize and that's the best word. And we haven't said it enough during this, our talk today prioritize what's first what needs to be done immediately what can we do immediately what can we do that locks in prices and start prioritizing from there the 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 things that we want to have done on our property there's about five major things and every contractor that i've talked to him said it is prioritized in this order yes and 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 there you go so if you can live with it as it is even better and then start from there, making your list of haves and haves not things that you want to ideas and things that you had maybe at your prior location that you want to bring here and do better, better, bigger, better, or things that you're like, no, nah, it didn't, no, nah, no, nah, we're not going to do that. We're not going to do rabbits in Montana. We're not. We don't need a bunker because we don't have exactly. hordes of zombies. One thing that would be very helpful is um, a former guest on our show, Brian Domkey. Yes. He has a company called Strategic landscape design strategic landscape design he is and on our friends and affiliates he's page. on our friends yeah. and affiliates page you can go find his information there he's a consultant who does nothing but advise people on how to turn their property well how to select a property if that's what phase mm-hmm. you're in or how to turn your property into something that will feed you protect you and give you alternative energy and he can do that remotely too. he can do it remotely he can advise you on an iowa house if that's what you're looking at so definitely consider that. That's Brian Domkey and his company, Strategic Landscape Design, which is available. His contact information, prepping2-0.com, friends and affiliates page. We have about another minute, and I wanted to mention two new needs, because you're going to have new needs, and this affects budgets. This isn't; These aren't huge. Well, one of them isn't. We're going to need a snowplow, which is going to go on the Pioneer 520 instead of the pickup truck. The other thing we may need, and we're still in the – process of figuring out whether we mm-hmm. really need it is a tractor. Um, so we'll see about that. But just bear in mind, there th- might be new needs. Yeah, there might be new needs and talk to your neighbors and figure that out. So folks, we're going to carry this over to the after show. We have a couple other things we want to kind of flesh out with you. But folks, failing to prepare is preparing to fail. Thank you to Ben Franklin for that. Have a great week, everyone. You've been listening to Prepping 2.0 with authors Glenn Tate and Shelby Gallagher. All the information you've heard today, including all our previous shows, is online at prepping2-0.com. Find out more about Glenn's books at 299days.com and Shelby's books at agreatstate.com. Until next time, be smart, be safe, and be prepared.